What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. This is episode number 44, June 7th. My name is Callie Lacerda. And my name is Gabriella Leopes. Leopes. Uh, Gabriella recently uh, complained. Uh, she filed a complaint that I monopolize the conversation and the podcast. So on today's episode, I'm going to let her carry the weight a little bit, and she's going to carry us. Um, I didn't sign up for this. Through her uh, very sophisticated mind in her in the universe inside of her mind, we're gonna explore it today. <laughs> Start us uh, off, Gabriella. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. what's going on. It's like those. That's um, what's going on in my head. It's those uh, clapping, not clapping. Um, it's the I'm monkeys with symbols. This ah, but, 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 speak <laughs> over me, dude. Speak over me. I'm monopolizing this conversation now. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> Take like it those, away. You'll see how easy it is to carry a show on your back. Just like you guys know, it's like those monkeys with the symbols. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's the monkeys with the symbols. Take us away, Gabriella. Except I'm the one that will say it because I'm the one taking control of this podcast today. Yep. Um, all right, I have some interesting news. Okay. So I woke up this morning. It was just at the crack of of not dawn, dusk. Right? Dawn? Dawn. Dusk is when the sun is setting. Dawn. Okay. Crack of dawn. Yep. Let's start over. I woke up and it was the crack of dawn. It was 5.20 in the morning or 5.30 in the morning. Dawn was on crack. Um, Yeah. And then I opened my weather app because I always do this every day. I like to see, you know, the UV index, if I'm going to get a little color today. Um, I like to see the weather, if I'm going to be a little chilly. Um, and then what do I see? The first thing on my <gasps> weather app, it, it was absolutely diabolical. Um, it was a 158 air quality index labeled unhealthy. And then what do I do? Because I also check that from time to time. Um, sometimes it's in the green zone, which like usually it's like in the green yellow zone yeah. and it's like passable. It's good. It's, it's good air quality. It never says like great or anything, but always says good. And then today I see it says unhealthy and then I click on it and I start zooming out in the map of mm. the air quality index. And then the whole like East coast. East coast area is just this red unhealthy air quality and i'm just like shook to my core i am shooketh um because it's like telling you to be aware and be careful and i see that the primary pollutant of this of of why the air quality was so bad today is something called pm uh 2.5 or something i'm not really sure how to exactly read that um that that part uh particulate matter that it's um referring to but these particles that are in the air are small enough to enter the bloodstream and i'm quoting this directly from the apple weather app and it's typically a result from wildfires smokestacks bacteria or small dust particles and yesterday during the sunset, I was wondering why it was so hazy outside, like orangey. Mm. Like the whole sky was like an orange hue. The Like I can see it through the curtains in our room and everything. 
but it was just hazy. And then this morning, same thing, like the sky was just hazy. It looks like there's like a smoke shield, like a very thin layer of smoke around the whole sky, around the sun and everything. Mm -hmm. And the craziest thing is that this, like I was reading more information on like the weather app and it was saying that this particle that that's in the air that we're breathing today that comes from again like wildfires because there's been wildfires in in Canada and there was a wildfire in New Jersey actually that burned like 50 acres worth of land or something. Really? Yeah. And so... The craziest part is that I was reading on the weather app that this being exposed to this mm-hmm. particle, this particulate matter, small particulate matter, or even in small doses, reduces global life expectancy more than terrorism, alcohol and drug use, unsafe drinking water, HIV slash AIDS or malaria. Wow. Isn't that so crazy? Like just going out, having a small dose of the air outside that's supposed to bring breath into your lungs and 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 literally life into your lungs it can cause death, yeah. heart attacks, it says. It can shorten your lifespan worse than HIV and AIDS, worse than freaking alcohol, terrorism, like all of these things that, you know. Mm-hmm affect your lifespan uh dramatically but it was so crazy to read this um and yeah so i i was very mindful of like how long i was outside our dog didn't get to go on a walk yeah i'm not taking shadow for a walk today and it's supposed to be over tomorrow but they say but that's what it says like oh like yeah. the air quality will be okay tomorrow because the wind is like pushing the smoke through the states and stuff there's definitely going to be remnants of these toxins right. in the air it'll stay for week a week to a few weeks it says so yeah. it's like very unreliable you know i definitely wouldn't be outside jogging and and heaving in this like air yeah it's um, not a good time for outdoor workouts yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah, exactly. And imagine like uh my dad is a construction worker and he's out there, he's gonna be out there like eight hours mm-hmm. a day breathing this stuff in. I think that they should like I know it's stupid, silly, but they should cease working. Yeah. During like these alerts like this where it's code red essentially, or 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 they literally labeled it like a code orange for this weather air quality that's going on right now and at what point do we consider this an act of terrorism from canada and an act of terrorism on the american people you know because we're being affected by something that happened in another country something that is going to deteriorate the health of americans and at what point do you consider this a a weather terrorist act you know, like a weather manipulation. Like, we don't know what this is. And if you look at the footage of the fires, right, that supposedly happened from natural occurrences, if you look at it, all of the fires happened simultaneously in different spots, hmm. almost as if it were a uh, controlled burn. Right. You know, 
And then the conspiracist in, in me can't help but think, okay, let's for a second um, assume that global warming is a hoax or it's controlled and it's a form of manipulation, fear mongering to instill fear and reluctant reluctanceness reluctant Re reluctance i don't know reluctance in humans when it comes to living their lives on this planet right so if we assume that position then okay like this is a great way to further that agenda to really like point at the sky and say see global warming is real don't you see what's happening around you like you can't breathe the air because it's so effed up you know like it's so screwed up right and so part of me, I don't know, look, Canada has has been deteriorating itself as a country. It's been, you know, um, devolving, I guess is the word. I don't even know if that's a word. I think it's the opposite of evolving. It's been devolving into a tyrannical state, into a communist era, I'd say. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if the government is just trying to do what it can to... Um, to you know to add sustenance to that message yeah of global warming and global warming like it gets tremendous funds yes to it's like organizations and stuff people donate to a lot of global climate change causes yeah and i feel like there's a spiritual undertone to that as well i think that there is a very powerful game being played where the people in power and our leaders who have access to information, spiritual information, power, they understand that the best way to diminish the power of each human being's resolve and agency and spirit on this planet is by making them believe and convincing them that they are a parasite. They are a virus to this planet. They are deadly. So I feel like we've been entering this age where everything we consume points at us and blames us humans you know native beings to this planet as being the cause of its ailments and its um, illness and i think that that is a great way for you to just break down the human spirit even if on a subconscious level even if people who don't believe in climate change they're still being influenced in great to a great extent by these um messages of of apocalypse and cataclysm and the world is ending and every generation if you have a grandparent who's still alive like you can ask them if you have a great grandparent that's even better but every generation i bet has stories of a time you know during their upbringing or during their you know uh formative years where they recall messages of you know apocalypse just messages of panic from officials and leaders and and it's just a constant like it's just a constant cycle of fear mongering in my opinion and they do it and the way to solidify those messages is by having a visual representation of that act and then having a clock in new york to count down yeah the, see? the time until the i don't know until the earth warms up like i don't even know what it is but to an irreversible yeah degree or something but that's how much i you guys that's how much i care well i care but i don't care enough <laughs> um i'm i'm very much in my own little zone in my own little bubble your own little ozone yeah my own little ozone layer um 
but what I was going to say, what was I going to say? Oh, shoot. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that climate change has become like a political thing as well. Like even with the plastic bags mm -hmm. and the plastic straws, yeah. like a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of people who are, who think it's ridiculous to get rid of plastic bags and they think it's like the uh, liberals and progressive and democratics doing and and then you know they're just like enraged by that that they have to pay for bags at a grocery store that'll be an extra 20 cents is that okay that that at like restaurants you're drinking through like a paper straw and it's just not the same it just doesn't yeah. it hits different you know when it's when you're getting those microplastics yeah from the plastic straw there's just something about it it hits different in a good way yeah with the microplastics um, but either way, that that's a sign you shouldn't be drinking drinks that are served to you outside of your house, like soft drinks, you know, mm. sodas, which are soft drinks, sodas, like all that crap that already is bad for you. Mm -hmm. Um, if you don't like paper straws, like that's your sign. Just stop drinking those things. And I'm going to do a little theory Okay. Well, it's not a theory, but I'm going to do a a little unpacking of that on our next podcast or on our next video. Video podcast. About just how nasty, like, fast food chain sodas and the ice in those sodas are. Yeah. Um, People have found, like, bugs in the ice in their sodas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just, Fecal matter. Just nasty. Yeah, it's uh, it's it has more bacteria than the toilet water in those same fast food restaurants. Yeah, it's really nasty. Like, oh, it's I don't nasty. I never want to think about drinking. Nah, you nasty, man. I don't want to think about drinking like soda from from like a McDonald's, especially. Oh, my gosh. If you yeah. guys are doing that, I'm like, this is your sign. I'm trying to help you. Just please, just stop doing it, cause yeah. I'm, I'm 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 trying to tell that like the universe sent me to you to give you this sign, and they're telling you to stop. Just just cut it out. Just stop it, man. But yeah, stop climate it. change is look, fake. No, I'm kidding. It's not fake. Look, I don't know what to trust anymore. I'm at this point in my life in terms of maturity of understanding where i just don't know what to trust anymore i don't know if if i should trust science all the time because it's science because it's established itself as this authority figure on on multiple topics and subjects when it pertains to existence and how things work i don't know if i trust it 100 percent. like for example i saw this article right it says scientists successfully trace the origins of masturbation <laughs> Evolutionary biologists found evidence of masturbation in ancient primates that lived around 40 million years ago, indicating it as an ancient evolved trait. Masturbation appeared common across primate species and may have evolved to boost mating success and reduce the risk of infections. The research challenges the notion that masturbation is unnatural, highlighting its natural presence in the animal kingdom. So this example, right? Um, sure, it 
probably is the case because humans are innately horny beings. Like we have lust, you know, deeply ingrained in our DNA. And when, especially men, you know, like men are ready to fuck at any moment at the drop of a pen, always ready. So it could be true. But at the same time, I feel like this is a ploy to normalize the idea of porn. Mm. the idea of pornography which we know scientifically ironically that pornography and the consumption of pornography and the and the overdose of that stimulation is very bad for the brain like it's it it literally makes your brain go mush in certain in like in certain areas like it's super bad and so i feel like this is just a a ploy and an excuse kind of to justify that act you know, and then just real quick, I just want to do a seamless segue because I feel it is warranted in this case because we're talking about government institutions uh, facilitating bad behaviors. I saw this other thing, right? I saw this tweet that led me to a New York Post article. This is wild. The article reads Narcan and crack pipe vending machines are being rolled out in New York City. What? In a fresh move to enable addiction, City Health Commissioner Ashwin Vason just unveiled a vending machine that dispenses free Narcan and drug test strips along with, quote, safe smoking pipes, condoms, tampons, nicotine gum, first aid kits, and even lip balm. So it's just a matter of time before they uh, also start offering free syringes and even free crack and free drugs inside of these vending machines. That's insane. The pretense is that this will slow or stop the surge in overdose deaths along with other grim side effects of deep addiction. In fact, it will normalize and feed the plague by pretending that safe drug abuse is a real thing. So it's just interesting, right? Instead of trying to cure things and cut the problem at its roots, humans have just given up and they're just like, all right, like we can't handle this crack epidemic in the US. We can't handle this uh, homeless problem, this severe epidemic when it comes to homelessness. So what we're going to do is we're just going to, you know, uh, package a solution. That's not really a solution. It's, it's actually disguised. It's, it's enabling in disguise and packaged as a solution. And we're going to just say that this is a safe way to abuse drugs. Wow. So this to me, and I'm sorry for um, this, is like a trigger warning. So if you have kids nearby, uh, maybe uh, skip what I'm, uh, what I'm about to say. But this to me is the equivalent of uh, telling rapists or offering rapists condoms. You know, it's yeah. like, no, like if you're going to rape then uh do it in a safe manner it's like it's insanity to me like it's 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 beyond beyond my understanding it's beyond atrocious yeah i mean but also like it's crazy how they can't find a middle ground between arresting for drug use or whatever Mm -hmm. or drug abuse and and then enabling it like there is no they they struggle to find like the middle ground which is like actually helping these people right and the united states of america is the number one country when it comes to the number of years lost due to the use of illicit drugs Uh, we have a 6.7 rating i don't know exactly what that means but i guess it means that 
those are the amounts of years in terms of progress that we lose as a society, as a people, because of the abuse of drugs. Wow. So we're number one. Like drug, drug overdose is one of the main killers in America, more than terrorism, more than anything. And I, and I think part of that is, I mean, it's, it's weird, right? Like, why do you think that is? Like, what is? Why, why, why in America specifically? Why? Because of the American dream, I feel. It's because we are the country that produces ideologies and outlooks on life that are predicated on consumption. And so it's this over over glorification of consumption. I feel like that's America's problem. And so it doesn't limit itself to monetary spending. It also kind of bleeds into spiritual spending, physical spending. And so you're constantly spending your body, your soul, your mind. You're constantly consuming yeah, things yeah. using all facets of your existence. And that's what America is. And then we take pride in that and we become patriotic and we take pride in our military and we take pride in our politics and, you know, we plant American flags in our lawns and stuff. But really what we're championing is a country that's just so far gone in this philosophy of consumption that it just lost itself years ago. Yeah. Like way before I was even born, it had already lost itself completely. I mean... I'm like trying to read articles and stuff about it really quick, like as as we're talking about it. Yeah. Like why the U.S. has like such a high rate of drug use and abuse and stuff. Use and abuse. <laughs> yeah. And it says it's it's really hard to say because a lot of things are saying different things. And I feel like they never give you like the deep, the the straight to the point answer. Yeah, they never give you the truth, which is what I'm realizing about everything in the world. Everything is a version of a narrative. Because there's one article saying that it's not related to youth or poverty. Mm. And I do think that poverty of course. Um, does play a big role in it. Socioeconomic reasons, you know. But the but the U.S. just never wants to admit to the, you know, to the, like, the, the corruption of the whole social hierarchy and there being impoverished um, cities and, and, like, you know, gentr- gentrification, pushing people out of their homes and all this stuff. Right, because um, I also saw this other thing. I don't have the article with me, but I saw this survey or this social experiment where people were walking around somewhere and they asked random strangers um, if they thought that America was the best country in the world. (laughs) And a lot of the people who answered yes, they were asked with a follow-up question, okay, uh, could you tell me why America is the greatest country in the world? And every single person got stumped by that question. And the interviewer kept saying, like, okay, could you give me at least one reason why? And every single reason that they gave the interviewer, the interviewer gave them an example of multiple countries around the world who have a far better standing in that realm. So if they said, like, oh, like, we, uh, you know, like, uh, we, we have safety or whatever, we have freedom, and they would give examples of countries that are doing way better than we are in that particular 
topic, you know? Right. Like they would probably say education. And then I would be like, did you know that uh, other countries yeah. in the world do not have a, a, the rate of school shootings that <laughs> that the U.S. has or something, yeah. you know? Healthcare, you know, like people could say, oh, Canada has free healthcare. Sure. And even Brazil. Um, I lived in Brazil for a while. Brazil has their version of free healthcare. But I'll tell you this, like free healthcare is something that you don't want. Because if it's free, then it's going to be, you know, the, the quality is going to reflect the price. And if something's free, it's never free. And that's right. why I think that if you have the means, always, always prefer, I'd say, to pay for your health. Stuff. And it's never free because I think even in Canada, there's like, there's like a tax yeah. that goes to that, you know? Right, yeah. So, Everybody pays for it. Yeah. like it's Nothing's free. Yeah. <laughs> there is no free lunch. And you're paying that little tax, like whatever it is. I think, I'm like maybe I'm no, wrong, yeah, but sure, you're paying that little tax and you're paying it so that everyone gets the health care. So it's not even just for yourself. So it is a good thing. It's like everyone gets it. Right. But you're paying for it. Like G everyone is paying for it. Same thing applies with the vending machines that are being placed in New York, right? It's like that is created using taxpayer money. Yeah. So where do the funds come? You may be asking. Well, it comes from your pocket. Yeah. And and it's crazy because it's like that J. Cole line where he says like where do my tax uh where does my tax go like it doesn't make sense and stuff like yeah he he, sh he should have a say in where his tax money is going yeah uh what it's being funded to there should be like a you know there should be like a survey or something that you can plug in it's like okay like i want my taxes to go here right. and there and like that's where i'm choosing my like you still have to pay it and it still has to go somewhere. But I think that you should reserve the right to choose exactly where it goes, at least a fraction of it. But we don't even get a say in yeah. where it goes. It just goes where it's already predestined to go. Right. And even where we're told it's being it's going like by politicians, politicians will say, oh, like this, you know, this tax increase is going to help build more schools, improve hospitals and, and all that stuff that politicians sell us on. I think that J. Cole, even even in that song, he said that he wishes we had an app on our phone that we can use to mm -hmm. determine where those funds are being allocated to. And I agree, like we have apps for distraction, entertainment, poisoning our brains, my, like brainwashing, mindlessly consuming stuff. But we don't have apps for real world, <gasps> excuse me, real world change and progress, you know? Yeah, he did say that. You're right. He oh, says, um, where did he say it? I'm like trying to find it. I, it's 2018. Let me pick the things I'm funding from an app on my screen. Yeah, better than that. Better that than letting whack congressmen I've never seen dictate where my money goes. Straight into the palms of some money hungry company that make guns that circulate the country. <laughs> like, yeah, he was spitting facts there, dude. He was yeah, exposing that, the truth, you know. Guys, that song is great. It's called Brackets, but yeah, Brackets is a good song. But yeah, where he's like saying that it's supposed to go to build like building roads and schools, but then he's like, but then the in these neighborhoods that even he like grew up in and stuff, the schools seem to not be getting enough funding you right. know for new books like even the the state 
and condition that their books are in. You could tell that they haven't been replaced in decades or however long, you know? And that just goes to show like, yeah, you you think your 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 tax dollars are going to these things that that the that the, um, you know, governors or whatever try to sell you on. Mm-hmm. But then it's it's really not like it's like maybe pennies worth compared yeah. to what's going to a bunch of other things. Like he said, it's going straight into the pockets of the people that you elected of course to run your state country and etc run the business that is america um i was gonna say that what i've noticed even locally um in new jersey living in new jersey if you go to montclair for example and you go on or you you venture near the um rich part of montclair where all the wealthy people have houses worth you know millions of dollars uh beautiful homes in those areas, the streets are paved beautifully. It's like it's like you're you're driving on clouds, kind of. You know, it, these are streets that I don't see anywhere else in New Jersey. Especially if you go to like Newark, New Jersey, it's potholes left and right. If you you know drive too much, or if you spend a few days there, you'll probably have to, you know, get your suspension checked and your tires replaced. But what I've noticed is that near rich affluent neighborhoods you have a better upkeep in terms of the environment in terms of the streets and all of these resources and i feel like that's because the taxpayer money is used for the benefit of the few which are the rich people because these rich people own companies that lobby for politicians and who pay and put money in the pockets of politicians and sway elections and and champion certain elected officials and so it becomes this whole like barter system where it's like all right so i am responsible for creating this company that generates this amount of money or tourism that generates that boosts the economy and therefore i want the streets near my house to be perfectly paved at all times Mm -hmm. and these officials follow them because they're nothing but puppets they're puppets someone's hand is up their ass at all times and yeah i just find that very interesting it's funny because that's where the like uh car gurus and the car guys and stuff go to to drive their cars and and make videos is those nice roads because it's just smooth it's like ah you're like you're like driving on on i was gonna say on butter but that would be that would be dangerous um slipping on semen whoa (laughs) whoa just like asap rocky said in that interview he's like i'm in the bathroom you know slipping on semen slipping on semen pause Pause. excuse me but speaking of slipping on semen can i just do a segue sure the 55 dollars semen release ritual where bros platonically come together Speaking of Canada too, right? Canadian musician uh, Will Canada. Will Blunderfield's Manhood Academy offers a $55 seed release ritual workshop where men gather on Zoom to explore their sexual energy. The 20-minute jerk-off instructional promises to teach techniques for harnessing sexual energy, exploring sexual desires and fantasies, and releasing blockages and traumas. The session involves several steps culminating in men getting their balls back online. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, if you ever 
you know, have a hard time figuring out what to do, like an activity to do with the bros and you guys are just, you know, bored at home, hop on a Zoom call with this guy, uh, you know, get butt naked with your bros and sit crisscross applesauce and just jerk off together. Oh, that's so weird. What is going on with the world? Yeah, man. That is so, like, I don't, I kind of dissociated oh right now as you were reading. <laughs> Your I brain was, just like went into I got a happy so, place. I just got so overwhelmed with, oh with what I was hearing that I, I really think I did dissociate just now. Your brain went to a happy place. Um, yeah, this, this world is a strange, it's a strange place. Strange place, man. It's a lot of strange things have been happening. I wonder if there were things like this back in the day. Oh, for sure. Like this? He'd probably worse because because we had the whole witch hunt, you know? Like people yeah. were doing some weirder shit. Like you probably had groups. Weirder? Yeah, you probably had people. Weirder is the word. You had people in woods, you know, freaking sacrificing babies in broad daylight or people hanging people in the street in the courtyard okay but that's like uh humans were savages dude like we are more contained now believe it or not like we're more and that's why we're more fragile i guess and that's why there's world culture you know like we're more soft but our innate nature does come from a place of brutality of pure savagery you have to think about that like that's what we are innately like that's why there were fucking vikings you know they would pillage an entire village, kill the kids, rape the women, kill the women, take prisoners. Yeah, yeah. So com compare that with politicians passing certain laws that will benefit themselves. Like it's the same thing, but just more contained and more PG-13, you know, like more civilized is what we package it as. Mm, more PG-13 to us. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I don't know. Um, I have a thing I wanted to point out. Mel Gibson is allegedly making a four-part docu-series on the $34 billion, $34 billion global child sex trafficking market involving countries like Ukraine. To me, it's just a matter of time before they kill him. Like, um, he will not live to see the release of this, just like Stanley Kubrick with eyes wide shut i think that they're gonna kill him and then and then the studio or if it's self-funded they're gonna get a hold of the tapes and they're gonna edit the tapes dramatically remove a bunch of stuff from it and then they're gonna release it yeah what what kind of what movies has mel gibson done I've, I've seen his movies he's done passion of the christ or passion of christ yeah anything else uh, the Passion of the Christ I've seen. That's the only one I've seen. I think he did that other... Um, Apocalypto. I've seen Apocalypto. I've never seen Apocalypto. Ago. Oh my God, it's stuck with me. It's stuck with me. I was so young when I watched Apocalypto. Is it good? It's like, it's about like native people. Like, uh, I'm not really sure exactly. Mayan, the Mayan kingdom. We're going to watch that on our uh, Mentally Gone Reacts channel. So if you aren't subscribed there, uh, we watch movies and we do full reactions to movies. And we also have a Patreon where we do the uncut version because you can't post full movies on YouTube. But yeah, that's just a quick plug. Um, he did Pocahontas, Pocahontas. The, the Disney one. 
Mad she Max. Did that one? Damn. Yeah, Mad Max, Braveheart, which is another Braveheart. big one. Yes, Braveheart is the one that he stars in, and he also stars in the original Mad Max. And Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge was an amazing movie. That's with um don't don't tell me that's with the Spider-Man guy. Andrew Garfield. Oh, I said don't tell me, motherfucker. You wouldn't have gotten motherfucker. it. Um, but anyways, yeah, the the Knights Templars uh Twitter account <laughs> responded and said, "Check your brakes, Mel, every yeah. day and stay away from open windows on top floors." Yep. And That's then what I'm someone said, "And don't ever wear a tie again. We know how they end up on door handles." Yeah. Um, not sure what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is that meant like I don't know? <laughs> I don't know actually, but I just thought about that. Like maybe that's why men wear ties. It's to show their tie or their allegiance to something. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what's the symbolism behind ties and why do men, why did, why did men, why did men or why do men? Why did men start wearing ties? Like, what's the symbolism behind it? Because functionality-wise, there's no real reasoning to it because your neck doesn't need to be held together. Like, your, your, um, you know, your, uh, what the fuck is it called, dude? Jesus. Your cuff, not cuff, your, your neck folds. <laughs> what do collar? you call it? Collar. Jesus. <laughs> your, your collar. Cuffs. Your, your collar You're doesn't arrested. have <laughs> your collar doesn't have you. to be um held together you know so why do you need a tie it's it's not like a belt is my point why do men wear ties i'm gonna google this google and it's funny because i heard that the google company doesn't like or, or that they purposely like they initially didn't like that people were saying that they're gonna google something mm. using it as a verb mm -hmm. because google is supposed to be a noun it's the name of the company like google yeah. but then it kind of worked out because then everything became like oh i'm gonna google it yeah, and then it, it just became like a verb to google something is to look it up 
is to learn about it yeah is yeah is to literally find the definition or find the answers to which is funny because i use an alternative um search engine thing uh browser called duckduckgo and gabriella hates duckduckgo and she prefers Google. what is duckduck what duckduckgo i feel like the the search results that i'm getting it's it's not getting me to the point no but that's where you're wrong look 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 look. (laughs) yeah that's my puberty (laughs) acting up but but look i do use google still a lot but i use it for simple things for for like quick superficial answers duckduckgo if you type in like certain conspiracies it'll give you a bunch of websites where you can find juicy information about those conspiracy theories if you type in the same thing in google when it comes to like deeper stuff like pizzagate for example google just gives you like bullshit fact check stuff uh they they like basically give you everything to 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 show you that that conspiracy theory isn't real doesn't exist i think that this brave browser thing is supposed to be a a really good browser and i think that you can even get paid like while you're searching and stuff and it's very like secure oh so i'm gonna hop on that (laughs) because my whole profession as a conspiracy theorist is to google stuff it's to understand you should look into that i think my brother was using that on his computer and look brave run ad run ads during a browsing session brave is available so then you but there's like something to it that you get like paid or something. I forget. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overthinking it. Isn't it interesting how you just mentioned Braveheart as one of Mel Gibson's movies and now you're now talking re- about Brave. Yeah, about Brave browsing. Wow. Um but what was I going to say? Oh, I just I just prefer like when I go on Google to find anything, mm-hmm. I'll make sure to type whatever I need to get to get the complex answers. So I just want to get right to the point. So if I put like, what was the cast for this movie? Like DuckDuckGo, mm-hmm. just it's it, it's almost like your your slow friend that yeah. takes too long to get to the point. Um, myself. <laughs> as Callie's pointing at me. Yeah, I'm pointing at everyone. Um, but yeah, it's literally like that. And you have to s- still scroll to find the cast of a movie. Like seriously, like that should have been the first thing. <laughs> if I put cast of of blank movie, that's what should come up right away. Hashtag Gen Z or Oh, I hate DuckDuckGo. I, I hate that. I don't even understand why it's named that. Like, it wanted to be DuckDuckGoose, but the person was too freaking lazy to finish duck, writing it. DuckDuckGoose. And I put top browsers, by the way, and there is no DuckDuckGo. So that's already a sign. That's how it's meant to be, Caprella. It's, it's supposed to sign. be underground. They have Firefox. They have Google Chrome. It's all controlled by big tech, I'm telling you. They have Opera, they have uh, Brave, Safari. No, I don't trust any of those, including Brave, because it's mentioned among the evil ones. Yeah. Um, Can I mention my last topic real quick? Sure, of course. Okay, cool. Can I, Mom? This is my podcast today. Uh, Yeah, but you're just uh, slowing the gears, grinding the gears now with browsers. Oh, I'm just giving you permission. I was just making sure. Okay, let me go to my last topic so we can fucking end this thing, all right? Okay. Okay. America's most popular artificial sweetener damages the DNA. A study suggests sucralose. Is that how you pronounce it? Sucralose? Yep. 
Sucralose, a widely used artificial sweetener, can damage DNA and have negative impacts on gut health. Sucralose can break up DNA and damage cell membranes in the gut while also disrupting the balance of gut bacteria and altering <gasps> blood concentrations of glucose and insulin. Although the, although the International Sweetener Association, I had no idea that existed, and that just goes to show how many associations and crazy freaking uh, organizations and state stuff exist to, cha to uh, channel and launder money, uh, taxpayer money. But anyways, although the International Sweetener Association maintains sucralose is safe, the study raises concerns and calls for further research. Mm. That is, in my opinion, also ties into the um, Canadian fires that are happening right now with all of the toxins that are being disseminated in the air on the East Coast at the current moment. I feel like everything or a lot of the things that we consume and ingest have a purpose a deeper purpose and this isn't just a conspiracy theorist saying like it's everywhere man they're trying to get us at all times man you can't enjoy a hershey's chocolate bar in a sense you can't because yeah. um everything is designed to not benefit you completely you know aside from things that come from a holistic and natural perspective like dr sebi for example he has a bunch of teachings on natural remedy and the use of natural medicine but everything that's made for profit by big tech and big organizations and big companies, it's always going to have that underlying motive that will inevitably, in my opinion, deteriorate and break you down on a DNA level. Like that's the craziest thing. Your DNA is being broken down and destroyed. I was going to say that that I, I was hearing a lot of that on Carnivore MD, which is profile is no longer carnivore md it's paul salandino md um but his like on his profile he talks a lot about like stevia mm. which is a you know artificial sweetener yeah um and it's supposed to be better like healthier low calorie whatever so if you ever see those like zero calorie jellos or those like low calorie anything low like those have stevia which is like an artificial sweetener that um builds insulin resistance and stuff like all of this stuff and messes with your gut balance just like y you were reading your gut biome is very important. yeah your gut bacteria balance and all this stuff and and then people think that they're going for healthier options mm -hmm. but in reality um they're not they're like this it's it's probably worse than just you know eating regular sugar like these yeah. these like low cal like better for you sugars are probably even worse yeah but it's interesting because there will be people who say oh what about sugars and fruit and sugars and things like raw honey and sugars and things like raw maple syrup from the from the sap of trees fructose but but those things no no organic like straight from the tree mm. maple syrup does not have high fructose corn syrup but all of the syrups that you buy at the stores have high fructose corn syrup mm. but the one that i got us you know the one that's in that glass jar the one that i use yeah there is no fructose corn syrup but those those other ones that you wanted to get 
those like zero calorie hey man you no sugar calories. no no carbs yeah those like no carb ones they have like a huge list of ingredients of like fake sugar in there yeah that's like supposed to be minimal sugar or whatever but it's not it's so weird but those those are natural occurring sugars like they're 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 natural sugars for a reason and so it doesn't have the same effect as like literally eating a freaking tablespoon of domino white sugar yeah you know something processed that's like saying you know it it's such a stupid you know. concept it it really is a stupid concept. People who say, "Oh, sugar, like fruits are so high in sugar," yeah. but but it's not added sugar. It's not processed. So I don't even know what to compare it to. But it's literally like when I talk about spring water versus purified water. Mm -hmm. Spring water is a hundred percent natural spring water that goes through its own filtration process. It has all of its minerals and and vitamins and all that, or minerals and stuff nutrients i mean and yeah. then purified water goes through an ultra filtration process where it literally loses its minerals and then they try to add the minerals back in and so that's why you'll see on some bottles it's like labeled like sodium chloride and because they tried to replace those like natural recurring um nutrients and minerals that it lost yeah. during their ultra high temperature filtration process so it's not the same thing so you can never say that sugar and fruit is equal to sugar in your donut or in your candy bar yeah, not the man. same thing i think that it's it's literally inevitable that if you just focus too much on trying to to eat unprocessed foods or minimally processed products and just living this life of of just um you know like anti-institution and anti-organization and influence in that sense you'll lose your mind like that's what i think is that we've gotten to a point where again like we're so far gone that even stuff that's marketed and that's you know sold as being healthy quote-unquote like grass-fed beef and you know free-range chicken like we don't know if those are just like words pasture race yeah like like really like who knows <laughs> because the fda is corrupt oh i know how do you know you know because a lot no you know because it's about where you're sourcing it from so it's not just about labels Right, it's where you're sourcing. Where you're and also sorcery. something that says grass-fed is not the same thing as something that says 100% grass-fed. Because right. then you know that it's 100% grass-fed. then you're just getting grass into specifics. Fed. And you're just, no, it's a big difference. No, I understand. Oh. My point is just this, is that these things are sourced and they're said to be sourced from these places and they're said to be uh nourished and and raised in a certain way but my question is who's to say that these companies don't bend the truth a little bit with with the help of fda because the fda is in the pockets of huge you know lobbyers and lobbying companies and farms and business owners and so i don't know i i i, I just have severe and deep-rooted trust issues when it comes to anything that i am being told to buy if i'm being sold something my skepticism goes a thousand percent 
through the roof. So you're saying that like there could be a conspiracy where these things are labeled this certain way to make you pay more. Yeah. Essentially. And then it benefits the people who are selling you on this idea and the FDA who are selling it in grocery stores and whatever else. Not just not just benefiting in the profit sense, but I feel like they could be trying to distract you. So people like Carnivore MD, for example, they're hyper focused on a certain facet of living, you know, like which is meats, right? Like his name is Carnivore MD. He focuses on meat and the quality of the meat. And I feel like maybe these organizations understand that the health, health nuts out there who are just, you know, preoccupied and their whole existence revolves around, you know, purity of consumption of foods. These people, they'll be happily distracted by these labels. And so my point is, who's to say that these companies aren't fucking us in the ass and excuse my French, but screwing us with other things that they're doing to that meat that's, you know, under the table with the FDA. And so they could be injecting it with toxins that break down our DNA without us even knowing it. And so that's the great conspiracy, in my opinion, is that they they give you the perception and the illusion of options. And then with those options, you know, the healthier options, even those options are still going to lead you to hell, essentially. So unless you are the one that's creating and growing the food in your backyard that's going to be fed to the animals and then you cook and kill those animals or kill and cook those animals, preferably in that order. So I'll stop you there because because for me, look, if you are getting because you can get meat, milk, eggs and whatever else you need, even fruit. Mm-hmm. from a farm right and a farmer's market it's like mm. from a farm where you see you can literally see the animals whatever but 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 they're i feel like they're a little bit more um transparent transparent about you know their processes about you know how their animals are raised Right, and, and all that and then you there's a limited supply too so then that's also an indicator of you know, of the the trustworthiness. It's like, all right, they, they don't, you know, it's not like they have thousands of jugs of milk available. At all times. So, right, yeah. so it's like, all right, so this milk, you know, it's it's literally by supply, that, you know. I understand that point, but, but where do they get the food that they're feeding their, their cattle? They buy it from another farm. Well, no. So then that's the thing. If they're regeneratively raised, then they're raised off the land that they're feeding off of. And then that's it. Okay. Like that's what grass fed is. It's like they're just eating from the grass that they're living on. And they don't treat those lands to keep away animals and keep away insects. So so then that's another thing. In order to be labeled organic, you Mm. can't treat lands with pesticides and stuff. So the meat gets contaminated? The, How do you mean? Well, they apply pesticides and these toxins to kill things that would contaminate the meat or jeopardize the quality of the meat, technically. But then it just happens that the like everything gets contaminated with and the that's pesticide. The paradox. Right. right. But if they if they are treating the lands with that, if not, then it's great. 
okay. you you get what I mean. So there's yeah. like so, so regenerative is that it's like no pesticide, right? Uh, it's like grass fed. It's like very, yeah. and so I do think that there is like. I don't I mean, I mean you're still going to think like oh they could just be selling you on that and lying but that's why you have to look into where you're sourcing it from if you're buying it from a grocery store then you should always be skeptical yeah if you're buying it from somewhere that you can see ask questions and and get to know stories and stuff and just whatever then it's different it's a little bit different a little yeah. bit different but I mean, you'll never know a hundred percent unless you're like working there or whatever. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, that's the problem because because I saw this Reddit um, page where people were talking about foods and how uh, I forgot what they were talking about specifically, but but they said that uh, people who work as butchers in these supermarkets and even the big ones, even the high end ones that are you know that cater to the affluent people, you know, like Whole Foods, for example. That butchers who work at these places, usually the meats sometimes or a lot of the times the meats that arrive at these stores, these organic good for you meats, you know, that they're going to cut up and present and put on the shelf and put on display. These meats come in rotten already. Like a chunks of them, like chunks of the parts of the meats are rotting. I don't doubt it because then they sit out too, you know? Yeah, yeah. But but when they arrive, they already arrive rotten. And then part of the job of the butcher is to clean up and cosmetically enhance these meats in a way where they are good enough to be sold. And mm. so that's why to me, like this idea, unless you live on a farm is my point, unless you live on a farm land, that's yours, you have control over what's fed and what's eaten and what's whatever. And you see it and you're always there and you, and, it, and it goes from farm to table, you know, like that's why that's really popular now. But even that's like the transportation in of itself is enough to jeopardize the quality of the meat. So I don't know. It's just a lot of illusion in my opinion. It's, it's that we get the illusion that we're getting these um, regenerative, uh, grass-fed, free-range, whatever. But then it's like, yeah, okay. But then the quality, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, but the uh, one that we ordered from, like Force of Nature, they sent it to us in like a freezer box. Yeah, yeah. It was, didn't come like defrosted or anything. And so that's how you know that it like maintained yeah. its freshness throughout its like three-day journey that it took for it to get to us or two days or something. But yeah, it was in like an, uh, a dry ice thing and it was rock frozen solid when we got it i was, it was like wow hard i was like wow this is this is nice yeah this is nice it's rock hard <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm brushing over your stupid jokes <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah um, i'm gonna have to just do more research on that but that's just my yeah. skepticism speaking no i yeah i definitely get it but look i'm gonna tell you something i've been drinking that that 100 percent grass-fed raw milk the fat literally separates mm. from the milk kind of you know yeah, like I'm you see like a layer of like the the like yellowish mm -hmm. fat in the milk yeah. and that's how you know that is how like that gave me like reassurance that the thing i'm drinking is like legit it's it's real stuff yeah milk has always kind of freaked me out ever since a kid um but especially now as an adult, I feel like I don't drink milk that much at all. Like 
I'll go a month, like months without drinking milk. Oh my God, a good glass of milk. It just hits so different. And to me, it's just weird. Like it's a weird concept for you to just be drinking the, <laughs> you know, the, the, uh, fr- uh, the fraternal fluids of another mammal, of another animal, you know? Like, I know. I don't find it weird. I find it super strange. I don't find it weird. I've always found it weird. I don't know. Obviously, it's a natural thing ever since the dawn of humanity. You know, when humans started um, raising animals, raising goats, they would drink the milk of goats. They would drink the milk of cattle. But I do get what you mean. It's like if we were giving like a a woman's breast milk to... Just selling it in a supermarket. to, To like animals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like imagine imagine a a subset reality that where we have ants who are just like us, like they have their own consciousness and they go to work and stuff. And then we just, you know, like pregnant women give their milk and then they put it in the grocery stores of these ants and then the ants go in and they buy it and they drink it and they give it to their kids. It's <laughs> it's weird. It, okay, ants is it, funny. It is weird though. Like just using ants because it's you know uh, easy choice and it just came to my mind. But it's so strange, man. It's just a weird concept, I guess. It's not strange in a practical sense because you know historically speaking, we've always been used to it, I guess. But I don't know. It's just weird. I wanted to say that if anyone's ever drinking goat milk or drank is it drank drinking or drunketh. drunk <clears throat> drunk drunketh. if you've ever drunketh the holy goat milk <laughs> um it's absolutely nasty oh goat stuff is disgusting dude. no i don't look <clears throat> i had raw goat milk and i like oh my gosh it just I know it's supposed to be better. It's supposed to be like high quality protein, everything. Like it's supposed to be top notch. Yeah. Uh, filled with the vitamins, nutrients that are super vi- bioavailable, like super good for you. Um, but I just, I can't, I can't get, I can't get into that. There's like a, there's a taste, an aftertaste, especially yeah. when eating like goat cheese yeah, or, which we tried or, recently. or drinking goat milk. It's so, it's, it's nasty. Yeah. Goat cheese. Well, no, look, it's not nasty. It's not. Oh, I find the nasty no, for me. Like my. It's called an acquired taste. Right. But my taste buds will not be acquiring that taste again. <laughs> because, because obviously everything. Uh, requires kind of like conditioning so so that's why different cultures for example kids grow up in their formative years eating uh, fried cockroaches in Asia you know like in certain parts of Asia and so to them it's normal but it's also an acquired taste and so it's not like naturally normal for humans so if you you know offer that to a baby for example they might try it and they might not like it unanimously agree on not liking it but in these parts of the world, they're being conditioned and and slowly but surely kind of introduced to these tastes and then it becomes normal. And that's why in certain parts of the world, goat cheese, goat milk is the choice. It is the preferred choice. And then maybe they think milk tastes disgusting and it has a weird aftertaste, you know? So it's Yeah. And that's why like even French people eat <clears throat> snails and stuff. Yeah, see, like that I sounds can't disgusting. Imagine. I can't I just can't imagine. Like I used to 
in Portugal, there's not, there's like snails everywhere and you can like see them and like, you know, yeah. whatever, they're stuck to the walls outside. Uh-huh. And yeah, just like looking, those poor little things too, like they're so harmless, they're so peaceful uh, like they're yeah, on like, their own little journey I, I, we used to just have well <laughs> now i take that back i used to say we used to just have fun like looking at them and and like you know moving them around and stuff but we did feed them to the ducks so <laughs> murder poor things but but hey we care we we like the ducks a little bit more so what can we say favoritism kind of took over there always prevails yeah but yeah um goat stuff i don't know it's just it's just not for me at the moment i hear that your taste buds change every 10 years yeah i don't know how true that is because i've i've loved the same foods for the past 20 years of my life she doesn't eat vegetables (laughs) because she doesn't believe in vegetables i've not no but i've never eaten like obviously when i was forced to eat it as a kid but by choice i never grabbed a vegetable (laughs) maybe spinach (laughs) at one point like i was eating spinach like trying to mix it in with like eggs and stuff like Mm -hmm. but then i realized i learned from carnivore md that vegetables are no-go and i'm like hey all right like that that sounds like my kind of philosophy i don't like vegetables so so great i'll never eat vegetables again like someone just gave me some some uh advice sound advice yeah like but look because i used to always think like i'm not going to be a healthy person because i'm not eating vegetables but then you see people like carnivore md he's he's like 50 years old he looks so freaking fit he looks healthy so freaking hot he looks like he's thriving no i don't think he's hot but he he's like old enough to be my dad please he's older than my dad that's that's already alarming um, but anyways, he's he's super healthy, thriving, goes surfing, like his freak he's like doing acrobatic movements and stuff for yeah. a fifty year old. I'm like Damn. He has so much energy too. And he's doing it all without vegetables. <clears throat> so yeah, I I don't believe in vegetables. Um <laughs> just like he says, like kale is bullshit. That's his that's his favorite his favorite little saying, like kale is bullshit. Yeah. So if you eat kale if you eat spinach and you're full, full of, of shit. full of oxalates by the way um but if you eat those things well he always says like if you're thriving on whatever diet you're on then great but if you're like bloated all the time if you're feeling kind of groggy if you're feeling not good then maybe you should look at what you're eating yeah even your vegetables mm-hmm Because if you think about it, those vegetables have been treated with those pesticides, too, because it's not like a lot of people are getting it from from farms. Right. They're getting it from grocery stores. Yeah. So, yeah, you're like like the whole idea of veganism, like fighting against um, climate change and stuff the damage mm-hmm. that 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 agriculture from vegetables and it being treated with like pesticides and yeah, messing up the soil of those places whatever else like it's it's pretty bad too it's super ironic because if you look into the amount of animals that are murdered so that vegans can have their way it's super ironic it's like they kill squirrels groundhogs they murder a bunch of animals just so they can clear up the land to plant whatever fucking bullshit vegan um, 
version of fucking hamburger meat that they want to create. So from, from soybeans. Yeah, soybeans. And soy is super, you know, like bad for the health. Like consuming soy. I don't think soy is considered to be bioavailable bioavailable no it's not so like the proteins in soy like like your body doesn't know how to break down soy yeah in those in those tofus and stuff that's made of like a hundred percent soybeans it's It's literally like play food it's like play-doh you know like when you were a kid and you would get play-doh and you would kind of morph it and shape it into like shapes and stuff that's what tofu is the texture is horrible i i can't understand i look like just looking at it it's a block of like what is that like really what is that and then it's funny because because you can ask like people who eat it like oh like what's tofu made out of and then they're like huh i don't even know like yeah people don't know what is it made out of and it's like um people just i know it's made out of bullshit yeah people just want the (laughs) illusion of healthiness yeah and it's like a trend now to eat tofu it's like oh it's so cool to have tofu in a restaurant it's like sushi you know it's like when sushi (laughs) first hit the scene everybody's like damn yeah raw fish i'm in there you know like and then then they started having like mercury poisoning and and stuff like yeah when when sushi first became like mainstream people got addicted to it apparently in the u.s so when it first got introduced um into the u.s market i guess People were getting severe mercury poisoning because they were just eating a lot of it. And I think arsenic, too, I think they add into it to, like, preserve it or something. Like, Uh back then, um, arsenic was, like, a common preservative. That's crazy. (laughs) But, yeah, people were getting super sick because of sushi. And then now, still, like, obviously, if you eat too much fish or all you eat is fish, the chances of you getting mercury poisoning is very high. Yeah, I don't eat fish either. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, well, you do eat sushi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like once, when? Once, once a once month, a if month. that. Like yeah. once every few months. But I should be eating more fish for those yeah. omega three fatty acids. But yeah, not my thing. Not my cup of tea either. I'm. I'm. A, I'm definitely. I fall under the category of picky eater. Yeah, you sure. are a picky eater. I'm. I'm not as picky. I'm I'm really picky. I need to give my my taste buds what they're wanting. I'm open to trying anything as long as it's not a cockroach and crickets and insects. Like insects are things that I just can't get behind. I know that you've tried it before. Uh, yeah, and I've tried it before, so I guess I'm not super picky. Yeah, like I, like I don't know. I just don't like my body and my soul rejects the idea of eating insects. I just don't know why. Like I like a good steak but i would not eat a handful of crickets to get the same amount of proteins i don't see myself doing that yeah yeah it is nasty to think about but when i tried it it was good it was like a salt and vinegar flavor yeah because they just you know and it's the same concept (laughs) as tofu like they just season the shit out of it and make it taste however the seasoning tastes you know what i just remembered what's white people's uh favorite chip flavor salt and vi whoa Salt and vinegar. <laughs> that was not and right. And we got it live, guys. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm going to have to cut this part out. <laughs> we'll bleep it. Just put a bleep over it. Mm. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to throw me under the bus here. That caught me off guard. I'm here like in a comfortable place with my guard down. 
<laughs> and this person made me say that. <laughs> yeah, guys, <laughs> it was a Bo Burnham joke I saw like on a I TikTok video. I saw it on video. TikTok too. And then he <laughs> He's says, like, all right, who said that? And then <laughs> the he turns on the lights. <laughs> and ask people to raise their I, hands i thought you i thought you were gonna know no my guard is down together because i'm in a place of trust with my partner doing a podcast i'm not expecting to be fucking joe rogan so now. yeah they're gonna make a compilation of every time i've said that in my past they're gonna do a remix yeah just from this one time that you've said it exactly because you you never say it. yeah i'm gonna have to bleep that out but anyways oh that was funny and and the people who said it while you were listening like i caught you too yeah we got you on camera there's a camera over there over there and over there just look around there's <laughs> hidden cameras don't worry about it yeah that's why uh the, to all the gentlemen listening to this you really can't trust these bitches, and, man. And you are, and you are watching Mentally Gone. <laughs> yeah, and I think we're gonna end with that. We're gonna end on the. Uh, What's the favorite chip flavor? Salt and vit. You say it. <laughs> yeah. no. Say it once. Vinegar. Yeah, well, yeah, and then and then with you, I'm gonna isolate. <laughs> I'm gonna take out the vinegar part, and I'm only gonna leave the ending Igger? part. Yeah. The anger part. Yeah. You said the vinny, so you're yeah. just gonna leave the grr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> grr, like You'll unfair. see. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm the editor here, so I'm the captain. Babe, don't do that, cause I didn't say it. That's a lie. That's fraud. Yeah. That's that's a no. You know what? Do it, cause then I'll sue you for for defamation, cause I'm recording all of this on my phone as yeah. we're speaking, yeah. just for safety precautions. You and what army? M- me and the Apple phone army. All we right. caught this live. No, I'm kidding. All right. But um, anything else? Because we're already at one hour and 11 minutes. One, one, one. No, that's it. Um, Thanks for tuning in. And uh, sorry about my joke. I just thought that was so like, it was so clever. <laughs> yeah, um, it was clever. And and I did not expect Callie to fall for it because we literally watched the video together. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm so tired, man. I might take a nap and I just drank two cups of coffee. I'm so tired. But yeah, so that's it. So with that being said, uh, don't forget to leave us some feedback. Um, I'm not going to keep plugging the the phone number because nobody's calling. So that's fine. If you don't want to call us, if you don't want to talk to us, that's okay. That's fine. But um, yeah, so the best way to leave feedback is by engaging with us and um, letting us know your thoughts through our social media accounts, uh, Instagram, TikTok, at Mentally Gone Studios, YouTube, obviously, we have the video podcast that we post um, every month, a few times a month, and uh, also on uh, the uh, podcast platform that you're currently using, if you don't mind leaving a review and leaving some feedback that way, that helps the show grow, that helps um, us know your, your honest thoughts and opinion on this format of the show, it's audio only, and the intention is to make it daily, but we're doing our best. Yeah. So with that being said, guys, don't <laughs> forget that it's never wrong. To be mentally gone. Peace, Peace to, the, to world. the world.